Welcome to the Blurred Lines Podcast. This is episode, I think, five. 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 Episode yes. five of Blurred Lines. Braving the grown-up kid here. Me? I'm here. Legend. Cool. Uh, All right. Nickname and Still an need intro. a nickname. Yeah, you need, you need a nickname and an intro, social media. You need a lot of stuff. Yeah. Because I'd be tagging you on a lot of stuff, and I'm just like, this is just going out to the ether. No. Like, there's uh, no one seeing this shit. <laughs> I got no followers and no posts, so... You don't have followers because you don't have posts. Exactly. And it's... I don't see a reason to post Aren't it. you trying to be in the public eye? Like, no, you're trying to be, like, really. an artist. Yeah. Yeah, but those things are not mutually inclusive, like, uh, like exclusive. Nah, man, you, you, can't, you can't start not tweeting until you're, like, super famous. That's when you can start not tweeting. Like, compare uh, Donald Glover's, like, his old, like his old like Instagram and social media he was constantly doing shit and then the second that like because the internet was starting to be made man's was like nah okay think about it this way well there you can oh you can't name me yet, but there's a lot of famous authors who are super reclusive right and they got famous first and then they started nope. being reclusive no uh, one guy he still hasn't received uh, he still hasn't shown his face he was actually on a Simpsons episode can't remember his names but so he was in a Simpsons episode. That's what I'm saying. Like you, that's what I'm saying. Like you got to get famous first before you can start being inclusive. Oh, I kind of see what you're saying. Pen names are a thing, though. So I, I, well, I it's like there's a rapper who just came out called Rumor, and uh, he wears a ski mask. But at the same time, actually, there's a lot of people who think that he's not really like. There's a lot of people who think he's an industry plant, which basically this guy has like been in the system for a while, and they just completely re like changed his whole everything so I mean I don't care in this situation I still think it's an interesting concept actually so I kind of want to see how it play, plays out what rumor yeah I don't know, I'll look into it now yeah. weird weird, uh, weird guerrilla marketing always interests me that's true Sparkmaster Tape is still on that shit too I, I, he, I still haven't seen Spark's face a lot of people think they know who he is but I think that kind of ruins the mystery to be honest no yeah yeah, I get it. Because his yeah. whole vibe is like, he calls himself the general. His production company is called Paper Platoon. He has like these guys with him who have like these really crazy names, like Alches Von Doom. Like, so if you find out that his name's like Steve, you're gonna be like, oh. It's like a Mandalorian when they took off his helmet, and it's not like I expected something. It just kind of was a letdown because he was just like a normal guy. It's just Pedro Pascal. Like, yeah. I've seen his face before. Yeah, I was like, it was... Now, it was, if, here's the thing that would have worked really, really well, is if they didn't say who the Mandalorian was. That's hard to do, though. That's really That's hard not. to do. Well, it's a lot of, you know, what you said. You want, When you're famous, you want to have your name always out there. No, but... Or you're telling famous. me that a guy who starred in, like, three different movies on his own and was in Narcos, you're telling me that you... Like, was he the star of anything? Yes. Uh, which one? Kingsman. He was not the main character of Kingsman. And the second one, he was like the draw. There. He was, yeah. I'll give you the draw. He was even then Channing Tatum. They they hyped him up a lot. Yeah, and then he died like ten minutes in. Yeah, basically. That was, that was also another kind well, of like Narcos. Like he's great in Narcos. It's just I just think that if you didn't say who it was, that that mask reveal works a lot better. You know, people always think... It, I, like, I no, would like not, to see an attempt at that, at least. It's just that people always are like, no, that would never work. It's just way too difficult. Cost outweigh the actual, like, 
uh, let's see, reward action. So doing this, what is your end goal? If you hit him so long, then he shows his face, you'll be like, oh, that's who it is, and then that's it. Whereas That's what they already did. Yeah, but they basically what they already did, did the same thing, but on a smaller scale. They could have been yeah, huge. Yeah, but you at least have a little bit more hype with that. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I'm still on my Star Wars critiquing high from uh, earlier this week. Did you read any of that? I put out an article on, like, the 5th or 6th. Oh. Um, talking about, like, how Star Wars could have handled things. And... Oh, yeah, you showed me that. I remember that. Yeah. Well, it, it works because Clone Wars just ended. Um, yeah, Clone Wars just ended. I guess it was, like, three or four episodes. Wait, that was it? Just, like, three or four episodes of, of the season? season? Yeah, huh. the season. All right. Yeah, I'm going to have to give it a look, because I heard it was really, really, really good. I heard Clone Wars in general is just really good. I heard the first like, season is kind of shit, and then everything after that is just great. I heard, well, I mean, <laughs> it's all hearsay, but I heard um, they, like, really find their lane in, like, the second season. And That's they what I say about major, major problems about um, Anakin. They fix huge problems that the prequels set up. And watching it and then watching the prequels again, the prequels aren't nearly as bad. Oh, you know what? I got something else nerdy, because uh, I just finished uh, Need for Speed Heat in the past couple weeks, and um, they do something really, really cool in, in this game that I haven't really seen in any other game. So, you know how you were getting calls from, like, oh, what's his name? Fuck, it's, uh... Kenny. No. No. Her name is Anna. I forgot his name. The, was it the one? Her brother. Your, her brother, your mechanic? Yeah. Yeah, I know your dog mom. I, I forgot his name. I don't know his name. But you get calls from them. And so, like, okay, so here's how the game ends. Spoiler alert for a, like, 20 out, 10 hour story, maybe? More yeah. of it is grinding than anything else. But, um, so you end up get, catching Mercer. So you have this street race where you bring everybody in the league to the police station. And you have every street race happening at the same time, and you do laps around the police station, and then when they start showing up, you bail and you go down to the docks. When you get down to the docks, the cops find everybody, because you don't know who's in on it and who's not, so you just bring all the cops in the city there. So you hit like a five heat level, like all right out of the gates, and you're just flying. Yo, I got a 300 level skyline right now, that thing's a monster. That thing just picks up and it's like... So when you finally, so you finish it and you have to chase down uh, Mercer. When you chase down Mercer, he's in the car from uh, Need for Speed Most Wanted. Interesting. Yeah, he's in that car. And so you have to take it down. And then once you take it, like as you're taking it down, you get a call from, uh, what's her name? Torres. Okay. The, 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 the cop. Yeah, you get a call. You get a call from her to go ahead and um, let her handle this since she's a cop. And so you're like, all right, cool. So you take him down, she drives up, you bail, and then when you when she bails, she pulls a gun and shoots him in the fucking head. Oh, uh, okay. Are you, yeah, I didn't know it was like that big. Yeah, I know. I was like, wait, what? Because <laughs> he's like, he's like, way. hey, you can't turn me in because we're gonna have a lot of dirt on you too. And he's like, she's like, yeah, I know. And then she pulls out a gun and it fades to black and you hear a gunshot. And I was like, what the fuck? And then after the story ends, like you finish it, and then uh, and then it. It's like, yeah, the, there is hope from an unnamed street racer. And then it shows her as the head of the task force. And she goes, you know, what happened was wrong. But I can promise you that this crime will end under my jurisdiction. 
And so, like, the cops still okay. do the same shit. Like, because I was like, how are they going to make it so a street racing game with no cops? Like, because there's a lot of these races that are about to get way easier. But, like, almost, it's almost, like, pointless. Like, if there's, what was the point to the whole story if at the end everything just kind of goes back to normal? Uh, you just this, want it under this feels like a sequel. I'm down for Need for Speed Heat, too. I really am. You could, I mean, you could do, like, Hot Pursuit. What's that, three? They did it again? No, don't do another Hopper suit. I'm this whoever made this one. I think it was the Ghost before they closed. They fucking closed. Of course they did. But Ghost actually did really well with this game because I didn't really like Need for Speed Hopper suit. The, I didn't like the Need for Speed Burnout games. Like just yeah, make a fucking I mean, Burnout game. I, that's what I loved because I love Burnout. It's just right, but like Need for Speed for me was always the street racing game that you could do crazy shit with your cars too. And then when the when Criterion started making it. They just made Burnout, but with real cars. And, like, I mean, I guess. See, I get what you're saying. It's just that Burnout is You such have a two good racing game. IPs. Use them. You should, yeah. I, I really think that they should, if they're going to make a Burnout so game, that's they why should just make a Burnout game. Forza Motorsport and Forza Horizon. What I want to see is Burnout, uh, burnout and Split Second Crossover. Some sort because I love the hugeness of the TV show that I'm really surprised that they never made another one of those. Oh, but afterwards you get like, and this is something really interesting that I was wondering how they're going to do with the end game. So you get calls every now and then. So she's like, "Hey, me and my brother are arguing about who's the better driver," and your driver, your 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 person will interact with them. So I finished the uh, all Roshni, or you remember Roshni, the uh, the truck racer. The off-road yes, racing? Yes. I finished all her missions because of course I did because off-road racing is my shit in that game. And um, she calls me and she's like, hey, is that girl Anna single? And I was like, what a creative way to do like tiny world-building lore. It's yeah. just you get calls every like probably 20 or 30 minutes in game and like Anna will call you up and she's like, hey, I thought I just saw Mercer at the track but it turned out to be just some old guy. And he's like, oh man, well listen, like we did what we needed to do, everything's okay. That is a really, I really like those, those small world building, building touches. That but it's I a like. really creative way to do it in video games. Because yeah. like just getting like a call, like Grand Theft Auto does really, really well at that too. But you just get like a call. And like you don't have to, and it's so short, but like having her say like, hey, is that person single? Like is that girl single? And she's like, I don't know, I'm nervous to ask her. And it's funny because he's like, wait a minute, how are you nervous? Don't you have uh, information yeah. on everyone in the city? Because she's like a hacker. And she's like, yeah, but you can only look at somebody's profile on their social media so much before you actually want to know what the real person's like. And I was like, I actually holy shit, like, what yeah. an interesting way. Because the whole game, her character's been like, I don't give a shit about anyone but the people I'm with. I'm living off the grid. I know everything about everyone. And then, like, just out of the blue, because I'm just... I'm really just over here just drifting cars. That's all I'm doing in that game. I was drifting cars until I find a racetrack. And I'm like, all right. Drifting cars and just buying cars. and like, I can turn this 57 Chevy into a drift machine. One thing I think they need to do in that game is one of the first things I noticed. Your voice when your character is interacting with them, that doesn't change at all no matter what you're doing. If you're stopped in the car, he talks the same way as if you're drifting, if you're doing a drift, work, drift race. <laughs> I was like, Spider-Man, if you're swinging, he does a lot more grunts. And yeah, on the ground but and I mean, stops. I was like, that's... you know that they put way more money in Spider-Man than this. But that's not that difficult to do. Just have the just have the person record basically two okay. sets of lines. Right, and now you're having somebody record two sets of lines for a 20-hour game. I'm sure that there was already takes they didn't use. 
Probably, but I mean, if you're trying to get this game out, because the thing about Ghost is that they they're not a big developer. Like EA, I don't think EA develops any of their games. I really don't. What do you mean by develop? Like actually, like name an EA game that's come out in the last like five years. Uh, there's like a lot of sports games that come to okay, mind first. Tiburon. Okay. Um. Tiburon develops Madden. I think they're technically part of EA now, but like they aren't a, an EA studio. They're Okay, their uh, acquisition. Shoot, what's that game called? Oh, Battlefront? Dice. Hmm. So, EA's, you're saying EA is not really an in actual developer? Like, they don't... I don't think they are. I think they're like Disney. That would make Toy sense. Story did, Toy Story is made by who? Disney. Nope, Pixar. Avengers is made by who? Disney. Nope, Marvel. They just basically fund them, I guess. Yeah. yeah that, I think that, that's that what sense. EA is doing, and I think that's why, like, like Anthem with Bio... With, like, the Bioware... So, yeah, I think you're, I mean, I'm going to have to, like, do some actual research into that, but, yeah, I think you're right about that. It seems like they're not, they're trying to be Rockstar, actually making a The game. thing about Rockstar is that Rockstar develops, and then Rockstar comes out with it. It's just they're different studios, which technically Rockstar in San Diego is not one of their studios. Like, they're another recent, recent acquisition. But Rockstar is at least developing stuff on their own. Like, CD Projekt is a developer. Well, no, CD, CD, CD Projekt Red is the development side. CD Projekt, I think, is the parent company of CD Projekt Red. Then what was the last game that you're sure EA developed? Completely on their own? I don't know. Maybe FIFA? Because I, I don't have any, like, I don't follow EA, so I'm not, I don't have any that I know right off the bat that they definitely did develop this. But it would have to be an older game, because if the newer games are, if, all of the newer games have a developer that's attached to it, then that means they're not actually... Well, because they're just buying studios. It's a lot like yeah. Disney. You give DICE all your war games, you give Ghost all your driving games, you give Criterion all like. That's a good way. That is actually a good way to explain That's why, why it pisses me off so much that they fucked up the Star Wars license with their video games. How hard is it to say, hey, Bioware, after 1313 comes out, we want you to make a Star Wars game. Hey, DICE, after this, we want you to go ahead and make a Star Wars game. Hey, Criterion, make a fucking pod racing game. Yeah. I yeah. I want to let... Okay, listen, pod I'll fight you live on this podcast because you've never played the Star Wars pod racing game, have you? No. Oh. <laughs> no, you're too young for it, that's all. Well, yeah, but also it looks kind of... Here's my problem with replaying old games... You shut your whore mouth. That game's with replaying great. old games that don't have... That you're not playing for the story. My problem is that... You can, it doesn't hold up. Like no, the, Star you're Wars like, you're like, okay, this is a really great game, and I remember. And then you actually play, and you're like, it's 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 an old game, and it's not. I could play a new version of a similar game that's a lot. Better. Not with the. That's what I was saying. Like if you were gonna reboot anything, like Battlefront's good. That's a good reboot. Rebooting Star Wars Racer with Criterion sounds awesome. Now I say if they're going to do any sort of. Um, developers, I think that they should see release like their video games to indie developers. So you're telling me that Star Wars Episode One Racer? Wait, what? Shut up! What? Star Wars Episode One Racer coming for Switch and PS4 May 12th. Oh, nice! I'll try. It. Oh, I'll bro! Try it. I'll I'll give it another shot. Does they have like a? Did they do like a graphics overhaul? I I don't know. I I just googled it. Oh my god! Could, oh my I god! I could see myself playing like 
three races. And then, you know, nah, you think... It, nah. Wow, there's a countdown to it. There's a countdown to everything. No, seriously, like Google has a countdown. Oh, that's actually... Yeah, that's cool. Weird. Huh. I've never seen that happen. Do they have one for Cyberpunk? Because I really want to see how that game does. Is it only oh. on Switch and PS4? Of course it is. I'm sure you have done more research into this than I have. What is this cyber, uh, Wired? Cyberpunk Wired? It was on their know. Twitter page a couple... A couple going to say a couple days ago. And it said, get ready. And it said, wired. And then... Oh, 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 no. Are you talking about their, um... Um, I think that's going to be their, their new... Not their new, but, like... Their, um, what's it called? They're part of the Summer Games Festival. So I think that's going to be their, like... Not TED Talk, but their reveal of a bunch of stuff. Look how good this looks. So, you know, looks old. Is this one? But that's not bad. In 64. They can this definitely... This game came out in 1999. I think I have it on uh, Steam, so I might be able to do a couple... Uh, there's probably a couple graf- graphic mods for it, so... I'll... Criterion doing that. Remember, it's a racing game, and I don't really tend to like Criterion, racing games. Criterion, but it's Burnout. It's Burnout. Like, so imagine saying, if the developer Burnout made this game. So you're saying that if I were to crash into a guy, I would uh, not yeah, be Oh, yeah, everybody has weapons. Cool. Okay. Now now, now, now I'll actually look into it. Now I'm kind of in. This guy's just murdering the race. Like, he's actually in first and it's not even close. Okay, that's why. That's why. That's why yeah, I'm, no, this guy's really good at this okay, game. That track seems, like, super empty. No, nah, he's hitting 600. Is that the one where it's more of, like, a... Uh, it would be closer to the racing games where it's like you're driving manual for the entire time. You actually have to pay I think there actually is a manual, that. yeah. A manual on a pod racer is hilarious. Yeah, because, you know, Star Wars is weird. It's like we have super advanced technology, but like also not that advanced. Yeah. Like monks holding laser swords. Speaking of monks holding laser swords, I uh, gave a ruiner another try the other day. Um, did you rage quit after one? Yeah, yeah, it was like two fights. Oh, okay. It was like two times going through. I'm like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Uh, Rage Quits, the cornerstone of gaming. Wow. Some dude made this remade in Unreal. Oh, see that? I mean, I mean it just glitched that's, that's out. A really, a lot, yeah, that's a really bad part. But. <laughs> I, I'm kind of, I'd be more willing to play a game that looks graphically like that. My thing is that if you're playing a video game, That's what game, I'm saying. Criterion always does graphics. well with the games. Like, this guy made this in Unreal. Imagine what Criterion could do. Like there's a there's a there's a thing there's there's a specific thing every if if it's a video game it needs graphic and it needs to, graphics and it needs to feel immersive. If it's a movie, it needs story. If it is a um, if it's like a TV show, it needs to not be dated in the in any way. Cause I'll watch an old movie, but I won't watch a TV show older than probably Seinfeld. If it's that old, then who's I watching? I feel like that? as a screenwriter, you're selling yourself short with that. Okay, so movies, yeah, I'll watch. I'll watch like a movie from the nineteen. Because older than Seinfeld, that's a lot. But like Seinfeld came out in the mid nineties. Dude, first of all, maybe late eighties. First of all, can you name a couple movie, uh, TV shows before that? You know for sure. TV shows. Yeah, specifically TV shows. I mean, you have all your Jeffersons and Fresh Princes. Well, Fresh Prince is probably right around the time of Seinfeld. No, I'm pretty sure Fresh Fresh Prince is like 90s. Seinfeld. 
I'm gonna have to. Maybe like Seinfeld might be the late '80s. Maybe late '80s, but it's definitely the '90s. I thought it was. Yeah, I, I was thinking late '80s. It, uh, when I say late '80s, it might be like '88, '89. And then I think Fresh Prince was wasn't that like 90, probably '91, '92. Like, oh, that was early '90s. I mean, huh? Yeah, Here's but, the thing, though. I don't watch a ton of TV, just in general. Like, I watch more movies and play more games and listen to more music than anything else. I get that. I do. But, like, it, music is also kind of timeless to be... There's not a lot of music that... Early music is still just Wait, as... Wait, if you're talking 80s TV shows, I'm sure there's something you can... I'm just saying, if you can't think of one... There's a lot of... Car- for, I See, I don't know, because there'd be a lot of cartoons. I can't really think of any dramas. So, you're right. Seinfeld went on for... Nine years, eighty nine to ninety eight. It was eighty nine. Yeah. So. When was Fresh Prince? Fresh Prince was. Let me see. Fresh Prince was ninety to ninety six, so it went on, kind of at the same time. Yeah. I didn't. Re- I didn't realize that actually, huh? Okay. So eighties TV shows are, actually no, I can't name any I know for sure. Yeah. Right. But, I think like Baywatch on, and like see. cop shows and stuff like that were huge in that. Yeah, I guess part. so. And those those ones, like I said, not many were like renowned for their quality. It was rena- those are now being spoofed because of how dumb their stories tended to be. So that's what I, that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that they're bad. I'm saying that well, no, no, I am saying that the vast majority of them All right, are bad. So popular shows from the oh eh, okay, Knight Rider. Okay. Eighteen. Magnum P.I. And do you remember, have you seen an episode of any of these? A-Team. A-Team. Knight Rider was, I, I watched a little bit of Knight Rider. Uh, Golden Girls. Thunder, 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 Thundercats. Ho! Thundercats. Uh, Dukes of Hazard, Star Trek Next Generation. Star Trek. Star Trek. Yeah, Star Trek. Yeah. Alf. Uh, Seinfeld, Cheers, Fraggle Rock. Oh, Fraggle Rock's my shit. I love Fraggle Rock. I, yeah, I'll give you Fraggle Rock. Little House on the Prairie, which somehow came out in the 80s. Full House, again, somehow came out in the 80s. But Miami I'm, Vice. Dude, like I said, the, all these. Children, MacGyver, all these, I'm still. Life, Chips, She Ra, Fantasy Island, Inspector Gadget, Wonder Years, Cosby Show. But all of these, I'm still saying, are the same, are the, are the same thing. Cosby I am show not, I'm not going to really go back and watch these. Maybe Star Trek? Yeah, Star Trek. Star maybe. Trek and Coffee Show, maybe. But, but the rest, I'm not going to like go out and watch and try to find them. First of all, they're generally pretty hard to find. Depending on the show, obviously. Um, but a lot of them were like, I was, I, they're not worth the effort, really. And I was, like, A-Team made a movie earlier, early 2000s, and I was like, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's not a bad movie. But it. So I know. So I know. Kinda, I know. I just bad. wonder when did people start like really caring about re- the quality yeah, of the story? Yeah, like really getting into dramas because I don't see any dramas. I would there. say, I would say, '90s had a couple maybe because you know '90s was famous for for like the one special episode, the one very special episode that would, um, that would kind of either bring down the show for a little bit and then make everyone laugh, and then the um, early 2000s tried to kind of copy that but they didn't do it successfully I would say more of 2010s around there was when they started actually caring I, I don't think that's true I think it's probably mid 2000s I, I, I wouldn't 
Or, or mid. I'll, I'll give you mid 2000s. I'll give you. I meant late 90s because you're completely discounting. Oh, I said like 90s. West Wing. And... Yeah, yeah, I said 90s. All right, so here's let's do the top ten of all time. What? Oh, okay. One of the first number one hundred. I thought it, the first thing that came up was Eastbound and Down. At number one hundred, I yeah. That's actually not a. Yeah, bad at number one hundred. Yeah, no, that's not that pick at all. Uh and that was all right. When best that TV out, shows though? of all time, um, according to Rolling Stone. Who I know we're not a huge fan. Like I don't really care about lists and people's opinion on lists, but Rolling Stone seems to be pretty balanced with a lot of their stuff. Yeah. So I I usually like. They're not. They're Wait, not bad. Okay, all right. This is the number ten TV show of all time in um in their opinion. Ready? The yep. Daily Show. I wouldn't count those. But From 1996, it's a TV show. Yeah, but it's... The Daily yeah. Show was with uh, Jon Stewart and then Stephen Colbert. It's just like... I guess you're technically correct that it's... it, But it doesn't have the story, really. You I mean, can't I really follow it. List. Well, yeah, but... So that started in 1996. So I say we shouldn't... I guess count that one. No, because here's, one here's my story. whole point. I wanted to see when people really started putting on stuff like that got big in, you know, like a lot of like... Dramas, basically. No, just like your top rated shows. I wanted to see what they could do. Okay, from. Fair, okay. So All in the Family from 71 to 79. Saturday Night Live from 75 to, to the present. Twilight Zone. Twilight Zone, pick that's timeless. Twilight Zone's really great. When did that actually start, though? Um, it's not loading for me, but I'm trying to get it to come up. All right, 59 and 64. Wow, that's it. That is old. Simpsons, 89 <laughs> to present. They put that at number six? That's a, all right. That's, that's I mean, old Simpsons is worth it, but, like, new Simpsons, it's more down towards, like, maybe 30. So, old Simpsons is great, though. <clears throat> number six simultaneously feels too high and too low. For The Simpsons? Yeah. Like, Old Simpsons should be, like, five or four. Maybe so, even three. Old Simpsons... New Simpsons should be, like, 20. Old Old Simpsons, like, you could actually probably probably split it up, depending on which seasons you're Seinfeld talking about. Seinfeld is number five. That worked because it was almost timeless. From 89 to 98. There's a lot of sitcoms on this list. The biggest... That's... You know why they all succeed? Is because those situations. Oh seven to fifteen. That is, again, another one that's both older and younger than I thought. Like I thought it would, <laughs> would be like, kind of like two thousand. Breaking Bad from two thousand eight to two thousand thirteen, The Wire from two thousand two to two thousand eight. The Wire, The Wire's. The Sopranos from ninety nine to 07. So it looks like nineties and early two thousands. So yeah, that remember I said nineties, nineties, early two thousand, not so much. But I guess I was pretty wrong on that one. Um, yeah, so that's kind of interesting. So I was kind of... The <laughs> Actually, only reason, it looks like they just start putting dramas on TV in the 90s. And the only reason, you know, the only reason sitcoms were huge is because those situations are always going to happen. Um, I think... Those bad sitcoms no, are coming no, 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 I think, I think it's a different reason. I think color TV just comes out in the 50s and 60s, right? Mm, yeah. And so what do people do just to kind of show off? They do a bunch of variety shows. They're cheap. They're easy to make. So what? Oh, fo- yeah. That was another. So what follows reason. up a variety show? Comedy, I guess. Here's how. You have a variety show and you have a recurring sketch, right? This is all Saturday Night Live has done for the past like 30 years. Oh, Simpsons. Simpsons got their exactly. start from this. And then it's very, very easy to make a sitcom. Yeah. Comparatively. 
Yeah, so it's you're definitely right. Because all it you're is doing less, is like a show of the week. It is less effort mixed with just easy to write, mixed yeah. with a little bit of uh, family comedies are never gonna. If you can yeah, make no, someone laugh, they're never gonna age. Exactly. So that makes sense on why, like in the infancy of TV, that's what you start to see. But I want to know why the '90s is when they started like making all these. I think the '90s was when people wanted to rebel against what you saw on TV. Like the whole rage against no, the No, that doesn't make thing. sense though, because why would they put so many dramas out there then? To show the you real get Law life. and Order, you like, get West like, Wing, no, you get So they're so this is this is my thinking of their thinking. I, I think that they're that they were like, We put all you have us do is laugh, show us something that can make us cry. Show us something that makes us feel other emotions but, but laugh. Like why wouldn't you go to the movies for that? That's a TV Why would you cheaper. why would you want to cry every week? TV is cheaper. TV is a way uh, you don't have to leave your house. TV, you know, it's eff- at that point it's effort. Do, do you want to take the effort and at the time probably go and pick out a movie somewhere? Remember, because like... Okay, this is from uh, Vulture, and it's the greatest TV writer's rooms ever. Because I, I typed in best showrunners at the I wanna, time. I, I, Aaron Sorkin's probably on that list. Your show of shows, from in, which is an NBC show from 1950 to 1954, and it's a comedy... Dick Van Dyke Show from 61 to 66, another comedy. Well, it's black and white, so... Frost Report yeah. from 66 to 67, which is a British comedy? Yeah, a British satire. Smothers Brothers Comedy Hour from 67 to 69. Monty Python's Flying Circus from 69 to 74. Mary Tyler Moore and Taxi. What? How are you going to double up on a show like that? That went across three different networks. Doesn't count. Uh, Saturday Night Live from 75 to present. So are you looking so at specifically like the, variety shows? Well, th- here's the thing. Is that I just typed in the best writer's room of all times, and they haven't given me a single show that's not a comedy. Yeah, so it's just, TV is very hard to write for, and finding a good TV show and f- keeping a good TV show good are two different things. But this is very, very weird to me that this all this... Like, I'm on, this is like the 12th or 13th different, um, this is like the 12th or 13th different entry, and there's still not a single non-comedy here. They've all been comedies. That's, that's, see, that's what I'm saying. So you're telling me that, like, The Wire doesn't have a better writer's room than the Dana Carvey show? Actually, hold on. Okay. The Dana Carvey Show had Louis C.K., Steve Carell, Dana Carvey, Stephen Colbert. Okay, no, that's a really fucking good. Think about it this way. Actually, I take that back. Good comedies, good comedy episodes are easy to find and easy to write. Good drama episodes are much more hit hit or miss. But here's what I'm saying. If you have a writer's room, now I wonder if... Also, writer's rooms constantly are changing. Well, and here's what I wonder too. I wonder if writers' rooms are less prevalent in dramas because one person's writing them. Usually, usually it's very small. Whereas, um, whereas in comedies they'll have like kind of a wider group, and because they comedies kind of take a lot of work to make something funny. That's the weird thing. Comedies are harder to write than dramas, though. Making someone making the vast majority because the the whole reason a comedy is on the air is because it can make the vast majority of people laugh. And that is very hard to do. I'm just surprised that you, that there's a list of the greatest shows of all time 
and all these dramas started coming out in the 90s. Did they even put West Wing on there? Because that one's like... I didn't see it in the top 10. That's surprising to me, actually. Cause... Okay, so here's, again, Rolling Stone, the 12 TV runners that you should know. And it's the guys who did The Americans, which is a drama. Came out. Trophy recently. Wife, which is a sitcom. So that's one that's one one to one, right? Oh, this is from twenty fourteen. Never mind. That's not really that's old. <laughs> yeah, never mind. That's six years old. But I just kinda wonder why all these T V shows kinda popped off in the nineties. I, I would have thought that they were making more dramas in the seventies and eighties, but I guess not. So what did I tell you? I told you if if you kinda have to travel back before and I'm I honestly I'm using Seinfeld as like an example because I don't really want to watch yeah, Seinfeld. Not really too far off, to be honest. But like, it's kind of before '89. There's not really unless you're watching comedy, then there's not. Or not. unless you're watching some sort of like a TV cop show action. that's like yeah, a cop show. Yeah, an action show that's like not great, but you know it's old and people laughed at it. So all right, which is actually a fantastic segue into the our uh, this week's bracket of the TV shows that we've need to watch alright anime counts if anime counts almost all of my list is going to be anime because mm-hmm. there's a lot I have a lot on there but so what's your like what's your probably top five let's go with top five animes or no, TV no shows you want to watch man. okay so Full Metal full, full Alchemist that's on there um does it count if we haven't finished it you watched one episode of Full Metal Alchemist while you were on your phone. It doesn't no, count. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is why. Why I ask? Because I I've gone through like the first season, and I and I do yeah have fun. That thing's ongoing. Yeah, I do intend to, to to at least catch up, but I'm I'm not. How many episodes are in JoJo's right now? They've got to be like probably yeah, two hundred or so, right? I. So rumors I heard, when I was being introduced into the show and why it's so good, they told me that the writer actually completely re uh, rebooted the entire series canon just so he could remember things better. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm like, I was like, okay, I'm kind of in with that. I'm, I'm good. Oh, okay, no, if you watch the 2012 reboot, then it's only 39. <laughs> so that's not too bad. So, I'll, I, I haven't, I didn't look, I didn't, I just looked at the one they had on Hulu. So, if that one's the 2012 reboot... Because there's a 1993 anime. That's probably the 2012 remake one. That's probably the one I'm watching. But, yeah, that would be on there. Sopranos is on there. Um, I have no desire to watch Sopranos. I want to watch it because I remember at the end... I want to... Well, bring actually, back to the first six episodes... Holy shit, print it on Laserdisc. Nice. Ooh, the second six were so thirteen. Formatting Looks like there's only thirty nine episodes. I need to I need to check that one on Hulu because I don't remember. Yeah, I'm not gonna knock that one out. Yeah, um, we talked about this before. Cabo Bebop. <laughs> oh my god, that show! It's, I'm actually upset to you that you haven't watched it yet. And I'm I'm waiting. It's for a Avatar. very 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 short show. It's twenty four episodes. The you, I mean, we've talked about this. You know, you know me at this point. It's kind you of watch the entire series of The Simpsons in like a month and a half. You can watch twenty four episodes in probably a week. You know why I could do that? Because it was a comedy. You don't have to pay attention to comedies. This, I, I, but when it's an anime, actually, no, you, you, I forget. Um, what's it called? Uh, Cowboy Bebop is known for having fantastic dubbing, so I could. 
I'll give it a shot again. If you watch, if you watch the dub version, actually, I'll give you a pass for Cowboy Bebop. If you ever watch the dub version of an anime again, I'll kick you in the face like sleep. Dude, I don't watch them because I know that the dubbing Just is never them. gonna work with. Me. How do you want to watch Parasite, but you also don't want to watch anything subbed? No, it's not. It's not that. When I'm watching a movie, all of my time goes to that movie because it's a drama. When I'm watching a TV show, TV. TV shows for me. Cowboy Bebop is a drama. What are you talking about? It's not a movie though. Who cares? I care. That's what I'm saying. Why? I care. Because when I'm there's when no difference you, to me between when I sit a two down hour and watch movie a movie and a two hour episode of a show. When I sit down to me and I'm like and I'm watching a movie, it's a frame of mind that I put myself in. When I'm watching a TV show, I'm like things got to be kind of fast paced and kind of like and I yeah that mentality is pretty much dead because streaming now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So like. A lot of these, a lot of these TV shows that aren't built to be binged, that's kind of how. Cowboy Bebop, you can absolutely binge. I'm saying binging makes and almost enhances the story because there's no flashbacks. Yeah, you no. can do that. Cowboy I, Bebop like keeps said, moving really dude, quickly. Like I said, I will. I, I'm gonna try it again. I will try it again. I might it, even. That story moves super quick. I might even do it after this. Just try try an episode again. We'll try. But. I'm also in. I'm also about to start watching Legion again, and that one is. I watch only one episode a day. I watch only one episode. If I when I do shows like that, I watch only one episode a day because I know if I do any more, I'm gonna run out my attention span. It's so that that one's kind of kind of kind of take over my drama time. Um, the majority of my TV shows I watch, like you're saying, I binge all these shows, but the only reason I do it is because. When I'm doing something like when I'm at I hear work, Bob's Burgers a solid six hours a day. When I'm when I'm doing now when I'm working at home and doing all that stuff, I'm gonna I turn it on because uh, it's just at some point it's background noise with it when you might catch a joke that's kind of funny. Yeah, it's a solid six hours a day, and you constantly because like I said, you turn that shit I'm on not, in the morning and you just leave it. Like I said, you I'm not easily, paying attention to easily it. Easily do that for like half the shows that you want to watch. So, you, so I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna turn on a drama I need to pay attention to. And not pay attention to it, and also at that I I'm also the, I watched I'm also, the whole series of an anime while I was working. And also at that I'm also there's also nothing to even keep my attention. Like I won't hear like a joke, like every couple lines. There's nothing if I do it the same way, it doesn't turn out the same. It's it's just gonna be like yeah. I watched the I don't know because I watched the whole series of a show while I was at work, just in between calls. I'll pause it, do what I had to do, and then pick pick back up where I left off. I finished all of King and Ashura. Yeah, so... It was like, two parts, 24 episodes per. And there is... There, uh, when I watch a drama, I want to be... You know, the whole reading, reading comprehension thing. Now, for me, it's a big deal to really remember the la- the lines you heard in an episode. I don't like going back and rewatching an episode just because I missed something early in the episode. So pay attention? So pay attention while doing my other stuff. Yeah, you're it's, just pausing. Then, like, it if you're busy the doing purpose, something, you it just defeats pause the purpose of what I'm trying to do. Plus, here's another reason why I don't believe you. At night, when you actually do have time to watch TV, you're watching the same stuff over and over again. What am I doing the same stuff, though? No, 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 no. When it's phone? just you. Oh, when, when it's just me? Yeah, you watch usually, the same stuff over and over again. But usually I'm on my phone doing something, or I'm on, or I'm on my computer upstairs, and I'm, again, doing something. Uh, it... For me, comedies are something you turn on while playing a video game because it's like super. But see, and that's the thing I guess I don't get is that because I don't really have, 
I don't have TV on when I'm doing something else. I have YouTube on so I can catch up on like different news for like, okay, hey, this game just got this announced. Hey, this wrestling show just got this announced. Other than that, I don't really watch any shows while I'm doing like while I'm playing. And that's games. what I'm saying. I do. I have a lot to do. Because I would just tell you if you want to watch TV, watch TV. If you want to play a video game, play a video game. Why are we doing both? I get that. I really do. I actually that is because now you're not doing that, either but, well. Because I've seen you I'm like saying, I've seen you like play NHL and get completely like like skated right by because somebody said a joke that you missed. Yeah. NHL, and so, like, you're not dude, doing either thing and, well at and this point. Watch, and also NHL. NH, I don't care about my career in NHL. I and can, so, again, I'd be like, why, I can get so injured, my question is like, like, why oh, are cool, you playing? Why am I playing? Like, I'm playing why, like my thing is, like, why are you doing anything you don't care about? No. Well, dude, really? Nah. You do things you don't care about to, to, to relax your mind almost. To be like, Even all the this is my that, time like, to not care about something. Yeah, but even... I don't know. I just don't... If everything you do in your life is important, it's just hard to focus on anything. Well, at least for me, it is. If everything I'm doing at all times, I'm like, this is... And that is actually... This is my... This is my huge moment where I need to focus all my effort on this, and I need to care about it, and it's my... And if I lose, or if something happens, then I'm just... It, it was a waste of time. I'm Because honestly, I think that's why shit hits, hits me a little bit different. Like, because... For example, with Cowboy Bebop, that shit was like, that, that show, uh, I'm almost done with Gangsta. It, it got a little tough, uh, got a little tough to watch, uh, the part that I'm at. Um, I'm almost done with Gangsta. I finished, I'm working on Samurai Champloo. Um, but all these shows have like really affected me to the point where like, my next tattoo after this one is probably going to be, if I can find somebody to do it. Is probably going to be a Cowboy Bebop tattoo. You know the show that like genuinely affected me the same way? A show that I actually like grew up with? Adventure Time. I, I watched so... That was like my... That is and the I show never that saw I, you half-step it with Adventure Time. Exactly. There is also a difference between... Um, Adventure Time is a, is a show that like... I was like, I, I focus on Adventure Time. I, again, if I'm watching like reruns of it I'll, I'll do something different because I've already heard but I feel like you can do what you did with Adventure Time with a show that is like literally half the length Adventure Time Adventure Time no you're right Adventure Time was for the majority of its season 20 minutes long no no I mean like how, how many episodes in Adventure Time oh you mean that because there's Adventure, 24 okay. in Cowboy Bebop oh yeah there's definitely and there's more. 13 in Megalobox but what I'm what I'm also trying to say is Adventure Time is not a dark story of any kind neither is Cowboy Bebop Megalobox is no it's not how Dude, this is about an underground boxing ring with uh, where everyone's like has robot. No one dies. That doesn't. That doesn't is, mean the only the violence is from dark. boxing, and it the, you only spend like the first episode in Dude, the underground boxing. You part. can see some pretty dark stuff where no one dies. No, but I'm saying like because I actually did watch it. There's no almost. I don't think anybody dies in it. The underground boxing is only like the first 15 minutes of the first episode. I'm just saying, no one dies. And you immediately not go away from baseline. It. And then, but it's not like if you were talking about like, yeah, Death Note or Bleach or Yu Yu Hakusho or Full Metal Alchemist. To be honest, I'd be like, okay, cool, no, I get it. But like, you're not really with Megalobox, especially that was one of the easier ones. Like, I found that very easy to get through. There is also a difference between you've watched a lot of anime, so things to you are very anime even has then, a lot of darker elements. Even then, like. Like show, I watched like the 
baseline anime that everybody watched. I watched Sailor Moon, Dragon Ball Z. Like, I didn't really, really get into anime until fairly recently because I saw a bunch of shows on Hulu. Also, if you're like, saying fairly recently... I was like, recently, super, super into it. If you're saying fairly recently, how old... What's the age difference? Because no, that, we that, that means I get, like, another five years so I can get no, into it. No, it doesn't because I was in the army when I saw that there was a bunch of stuff on Hulu. No, it wasn't, no. I was back. I was out of the army. I was getting out of the army... When I found that Hulu had like this huge anime section, so I just went and that's when I watched. What is that? I got out of the army. I was I joined when I was nineteen. I got out when I was twenty three. So twenty four. I mean, technically two more years then. Two more years to watch something that came out fucking in nineteen ninety five. Yeah, and I I get what you because like again, anime is something that I really want to get into. I know that right now I won't be able to put all of my effort towards actually being able to like read all the lines and all that stuff because a lot of anime but so pick those easy baseline shows what don't okay. pick the, don't pick something like Yu Yu Hakusho or Bleach or I mean those oh. are pretty much the baselines but pick something like Dragon Ball Z that's very simple to follow The fr- Dragon Ball Z Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball GT are a little bit more complicated but Dragon Ball Z is a very easy follow One Piece is an easy follow I want to try One Piece Naruto is a pretty easy follow well Naruto never really Naruto and um, and uh, Dragon Ball. Cowboy Bebop really, is like, probably like the easiest one because they're not throwing around a ton of crazy words you've never heard before. No, but but well, I don't speak Japanese. No, but so it's like, like simple to follow because they're saying they're just talking. Like ninety percent of that show is them talking. And then we also get to the point where also start with some anime movies too. What Ghost is, in the Shell, Akira. Like you got a lot of choices if you really want to get into it. Okay, but but look at it this way. Also, what is the lightest anime show you can think of? Food Wars. I will say that I I know I I have wanted to look at that one. Food I, Wars is one. Is that on Hulu? Dude, here's the thing about anime, and this is why I don't like when people are like, "Oh, well." There is something for everyone. I get that. No, it's not even that. It's like anime is not. It, it is kind of a genre, but it's more of a style of animation. Because like, when you look at it, what's the different? There are so many different types of almost Adventure Times in Japan. Somebody has done something something like Adventure Time before in Japan. Somebody's done something like Regular Show before in Japan. There's I was just on Crunchyroll the other day because I'm probably gonna be starting starting that up probably next week or so. There's an anime about high school volleyball. Yeah. It's gonna be so. My point is, so it's like saying that you don't that you can't really get into anime is like saying that you don't really that you can't really get into cartoons because of the story. So it's, I'm like. It's just an I will animation say style. the animation style is kind of. I don't know what I can't nail down exactly what it is about the animation style, but some, I think One Piece or One Punch Man like is a like super simple story to follow. And also, what I'm saying is that, yeah, these shows. I'm just saying that I have been meaning to give things a second chance, but they're not like I've given them like. Well, no, I'm meaning to give these shows a third chance because I've given them one and two and. I've watched yeah, but Dragon you're, Ball. But uh, here's the I've thing I've that you do, because I've seen you do piece. I saw you do this with uh, Full Metal Alchemist. You turn on Full Metal Alchemist and immediately pull out your phone. And if you see that, then you, you wouldn't do that with, Legend, with Legion, though. And it's the same length. And it's actually a shorter show. I, no, no. Legion, I would, because it's super long, and that one's super dialogue heavy. You can listen to all the words without. The, the, another thing dialogue heavy shows, like Bob's Burgers, comedies are commonly dialogue heavy. Something you... Sight gags don't generally have... So, I, I mean, at this point, I just feel like listen to podcasts. 
Because it mean, almost seems like you're more interested in just hearing a table read than you are like actually watching a show. I will be honest, table reads. Yeah, like I'm, so, I'm, at this point, just want like listen to a dramatic podcast. There's a ton of those out, and they're getting bigger because there's more bigger name actors doing them. Cynthia Arrivo, who was in um, uh, Bad Times of El Royale, she came out with a with a podcast like a year and a half ago. So again, you're you're. There's a podcast and an anime for everyone and whatever you're looking for. It's just that there are also um, uh, formatting differences. If I I'm not trying to I'm not trying to uh, I'm trying to listen to a podcast for extended periods of time. I don't even turn on YouTube videos for. Well, and I think that's the thing is that if you don't really want to do anything with no, I want to I want the tri- trifecta the TV movies and. Maybe music, but not really. That's not my full-time thing. Wait, so, no, no, but if you're not really trying to, like, have anything on for an extended period of time, I don't understand why you'd even try to, like, get into a show that oh, doesn't not, speak English again, for 24 I'm episodes. Trying to get, you're trying to get me into a show. No, no, no you just said that you want to get into anime. I'm, no, I've said I, I said I'll give it a, a third chance. No, you just said that you, I, I want to get into I, anime. I want to try it again, is what I said. You're, okay. you're the one who's trying to get me to actually like no because honestly there's a lot of stuff that like I know that you got that's why I'm kind of like the dude when it comes to anime is because I like it and I know that you guys don't which is fine that I've never really had an issue with that but it's it is weird to me that like because from what it sounds like you don't really like watching TV that much except for like maybe two shows I will it say, sounds yeah. like you just would rather listen to a podcast that's like 20 minutes long and just binge listen to like 20 different comedic podcasts, which, I mean, because uh, I've never, I don't think I've ever seen you watch a TV show. I've uh, seen you turn on a TV show and have it on while you do something else. That, I don't seem, think I've ever seen you watch one. And, uh, a, Mr. Robot. Mr. Robot's a one one that the only reason I haven't finished it is because I really want to actually watch it. I want to sit down. And, and watch the thing it. is, like, you can do that. No, I'm busy. You don't. That's the thing. No, I'm me too. Busy. Me like, too. But... I have stuff to do, and if I'm and if I'm no, on me the computer, too. Here's the thing. If I'm on my phone doing something, if I'm reading something at the same time, I'm not watching the show. Well, here's the thing. I'm working full time, and I'm also doing the three podcasts a week and writing articles and working on music. But you can, there are certain times, so you have to just find those special things. Right now, like for a long time, BoJack Horseman was one of those things. I can't really do that right now. My list of TV shows that I actually like really, really watch is a very short list. Yeah, me too. It's BoJack Horseman. It's Altered Carbon. Gangsta. Samurai Champloo. So, if we're talking shows that, if a new episode dropped right now, we'd, like, drop everything and go to it, watch it. I have Atlanta. Um, it depends on how long I've been following a show. But there's, uh, then there's other ones, like, It's Always Sunny. I'd kind of watch, like, if they're like, hey, we got a new season, I'd be like, okay, I'll watch it. Um, Do you have anything that you're, like, trying to finish, though? That you actually, like, really care about? So, Legion. Legion right now is the only thing oh, yeah. I'm so, trying to finish. And that show ended like two years ago. You can finish that. Yeah, that was that long ago? Yeah. It's been over for a while. Huh. It's... Yeah, and I... Like 2019, you... so last year. But... It's mid-2020. When did that end? 
Because it's May. It ended August 12th. So almost a year ago. Almost five months ago. Five months. There's So May 5th would put it in January. We're not near August is what I'm saying. Um, it's May 9th. Like we're it's August is the is the summer and we're right about there. It's June, like July, three, August. Three months. I mean that's fine, but you're it's closer to nine months. It again. It's been this, over for this nine months. This doesn't really matter. We're we're you're saying that the show I basically have had, uh, I depending on when Hulu actually put it on, I've had up to nine. Well, months that's to another watch thing it. too is that you can binge all these shows. Like, I know you couldn't really do it today, but like. With shows, and I'm not sure how many, I don't think there's that many episodes in a season, Legion, either. They, I think there's like eight. I can look real quick, for sure. But, yeah, you you might be right with that. So, the first season had eight, second season had, there's only been three seasons, too. Second season had... Uh, no, you can finish that show in less 11. than... You can finish that show in less than two weeks. And third season has eight, so... Yeah, right. two episodes a night, you can finish in a week. Also, my job, my, what I'm doing, I'm not trying to finish, just finish these shows. I'm trying to, like, actually enjoy these shows, really stick around for their actual... And I get that, but... My... Like... That's what. That's with why Silicon I don't... Valley, you're over halfway done with it, and you start watching it last month. You know, uh, I, I talked to my dad about this. The, the reason I'm doing that is, first of all, because the entire family's into it. You're into it, too. Um, and the... And uh, for a limited time... That show is going to be on Hulu. Well, here's the thing about Hulu: for a limited time, all the shows are on Hulu. There's yeah, but this one's going to be on until HBO says they want to put uh, everything to be back. They they even put Sesame Street on there. That one's going to come off pretty soon. Which, but here's the thing about like, oh, okay, and fine. All a lot of these anime are only on there until the Funimation, Shonen, Toei, probably a couple more until three for sure. Probably closer to five. Companies are, say that they want those on. Are those companies a paid edition if you want to? No. Crunchyroll. HBO is. HBO but is a paid no, no, edition. No, 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 but this is an international company. So, all I'm saying is that if companies are going to get you to pay for something, they're going to get you to pay Because they for took them. off Afro Samurai like twice now. And like like I said, so these ones are the only reason. Silicon Valley is at the top of my list right now because I am. Well, and, you're, I'm saying, and you're getting through that. Be, yeah. Like I said, because and you could, it's, in this time, it's not going to be done. In this time, you could finish Legion. Oh, yeah, definitely. Legion, the reason I haven't, though, is because also... The, you also finished Preacher not too long ago, too. Yeah, so I have a list of... Uh, whenever I have... Whenever I finish a uh, drama, I take about a couple... Maybe, like, a month off of dramas. Maybe. And then I go on to another drama. And then I watch that one so kind of a day. I kind of feel that, but, I mean... You watch dramas the way I watch comedies. You just hit drama after drama after drama, and you don't stop until until the series is done. I do that with comedies. Well, but a lot of the stuff that I watch aren't really dramas. Like you just said, Alter Carbon. Yeah, but that new season just came out after like two years, and I finished the first season in like literally a night. <laughs> yeah, but that's a first season in a night. That's yeah. what I'm telling you. Dra- I didn't even do that with the boys. I spent three great. days on that. No, Insomnia is great. I started watching that shit at, like, 4 p.m. on a Friday and didn't stop until, like, probably 6 a.m. on a Sunday. Or, uh, 6 a.m. on a Saturday. Insomnia is awesome. <laughs> when you find a good show, first first season of Rick and Morty I finished in the night, too. 
I was like, back-to-back weeks. Insomnia <laughs> is awesome if you got shit to do. Yeah, well, also... That's super toxic, by the way. Also, Don't, I will, I will go, say... Go, go get help if you have insomnia, but... Also, I will say that your whole... Uh, that um, Your stuff to do is... What you just said would be watching a TV show. Whereas my stuff to do is I need to write this, I need to get this done, I need no, to do I, this. I, no, I, have, I, I just said what my stuff to do is. I have three podcasts that I do. Yeah, you, have, you do, but when you... But just just when you said that you had uh, your stuff to do while you're... Uh, if you have stuff to do while on insomnia... Well, while having insomnia, you well, and at the time, those are all TV shows. At the made. time, I was actually like doing stuff. Um, Rick and Morty, I finished while I was. Alter Carbon. Well, no, Alter Carbon. I just turned on because I was having super bad writer's block, and I was uh, I was in the army at the time. So like Alter Carbon, I just turned on, and I got really into it after like episode like half. Like Joel Kinnaman walks up, and I was like, "Yep, this is my shit. All right, cool." And then after that, it was. Because here's the thing, too. When I was in the Army, all we used to do was watch movies and work out. So there's a bunch of movies, I, a bunch of TV shows and movies that I watched where it was just that. Because it, you're, you were in the barracks all day. And it was either video games or working out or, t- or Netflix. So that's the reason why I got a lot of stuff done. And then even here, um, I kind if I watch anime, like I really have to pay attention to it. Because I, I'm reading the whole thing because I don't like subbed anime. Or dubbed anime, I mean. But other than that, like, if I'm turning on something because I want to watch it, I'm turning it on because I want to really, really watch it. Like, yeah. That's but, I'm like, if I, I'm putting my phone away. Like, I'll put, yeah. I'll leave my phone, like, completely upstairs in a completely different room. No, that, I won't do that. That way I can, have my phone. That way I can, like, really get into, okay, what's going on in Samurai Shampoo? That's why I don't watch it around you guys anymore. Oh, yeah. I get that. It's too. because everybody was talking over it. It's a very quiet show, like... Because that, to me, is like, and everything there I'm paying attention to, because, and I, I think we talked about, maybe it was me and Richie on, on Kickback talked about this, but, like, doing, I don't really do much for fun, per se. Like, I'll do stuff that I enjoy. Like, I enjoy a lot of stuff that I do, but for fun, like, eh, here and there. Like, tonight with the fights, I'm super pumped about these fights. I probably won't be on my phone that much. So, I get, uh, first of all, the whole doing it for fun. And my view is that whatever you do, those those the only reason is to do it for fun. Uh, I don't know. If you're doing something and it's ultimately in your mindset is just I enjoy it, but it is. Because here's first. the thing. Here's the thing. It's not fun. Okay, let's like, let's take because I'm a huge video game fan. The reason why I play video games is not necessarily because I'm having fun with them per se. There's nothing fun. I love Need for Speed Heat. Love Forza Horizon. Been having a great time with both those games. There's nothing fun about grinding out losing a race over and over again. Like that one race that I was showing you, the one that Dex has you do, it took me four cars and 28, 29 races. I was struggling with that race. I So I went back, but it was like a puzzle to me. And that's what I enjoyed was like that. Was it fun losing by three hundredths of a second? Nine times in a row? Until I had to figure out, okay, the reason why I can't do this is because there's not enough torque on this car. There was so much trial and error. It took me like a week and a half to beat that race. So, I'll give you a game. And it's, I will say that it's going to kind of go back on my old game game thing. But the reason it works is because graphics, it's mostly text-based. And the game, uh, Sid, uh, Sid Meier's Covert Action is the one I've been playing right, right now. That game came out a long time ago. 
The I think it's fun because a lot of the stuff that I li actually like to do is the puzzles, the stuff like um, uh, decoding a message. And they don't but give I don't have anything. fun losing. That's the thing. Like it's not fun to lose. Yeah, yeah, but that is like an uncomplete. And like, even like the only reason why I haven't gone back to Ruiner as much is because I just don't know how to figure out this puzzle. Like NHL, I I lose at that game. I don't. Okay, so another thing. Uh, youngest kid who was forced to do a lot of sports. I don't care about losing anymore, at all. Lose to me, it's about the fun of the the fun of the. That's why you can re. That's why to me, I can rewatch movies that are almost ruined by their spo by their um, ending, by their plot twist in the end. Like, it's not about the the end of it. It's about like the fun of how See, you get. See, and I'm the opposite. If you ruin, like, if right now Dad came, get uh, Dad came in the room, and was like. Oh shit! Guess what happened? Because we're, the fights are happening right now, and um, we're just not watching them yet. But if right now he came in and he was like, "Yo, Pettis knocked out Cerrone with a head kick at 3:42 in the second," I'd be like, well, "Why the fuck are we gonna watch it?" Oh no! I mean, like, I want to see the fight. I'd be I, at least the knockout, just something. No, I'd be like, okay. Like I'm not watching now. So. Uh, hopefully that doesn't happen. Because I care <laughs> about the journey way more. That's the thing. I care about that journey of like. That's what I want to know about. So that's so, why for yeah, me, like... Yeah, me too. But I don't... But the journey... But the end of the journey does not ruin the entire journey for me. Like, I... if Like, uh, I know the end of uh, uh, Fight Club. And that is a movie I still kind of go back and rewatch. Right, because you like it. But, like, if someone... Now, with Fight Club, for me, I had it... I kind of had it spoiled because that movie came out when I was five. So, like, everyone kind of knew I about it. Star Wars. The new... The... For... The... Seven. I had Star Wars 7 spoiled for me. I would have been pissed. I was like, I don't really care that much. Remember, I would have been pissed. You know me, I don't care about spoilers. Yeah, but no, and that's the thing. I really, really care about the story, and so for me, it matters a lot on how we get there. And it's not necessarily fun all the time. Because, like, I don't know, I don't want to get, like, crazy deep into it, but, like, what feel to me, what feels better than enjoying it in that, in that moment is enjoying the whole picture. So, like, maybe, maybe, like, again with the example... Maybe losing with that car and trying to, and just taking, it's, oh my god, that game, that race took so long for me to figure out. But when I finally beat it, oh my god, I was so happy. Oh, yeah, that, make, that definitely makes it better. I was so happy because it was like all this time and validation. This took, that race, that one race, and the, I remember why I was having the issue, was because my car couldn't get up the hills fast enough. It was losing speed on the hills, even though it was killing everybody on the straightaways, it was oh, losing god. speed on the hills. So I had to figure out, and it took me a solid, probably a solid three weeks, because I wasn't playing every day, but it took me a solid three weeks, but I loved that struggle part of it. And so for me, that struggle kind of is the part I enjoy. So when I say I don't do anything for fun per se, I don't necessarily get like joy out of everything I do that I even do to relax, because there's a struggle in everything that I like more. I like to chase. I like chasing trying to get better. That's kind of the thing. So, my thing is that, yeah, I get, I get what you mean. I do like, the struggle is definitely a big part of writing. Like, I, I write my screenplay and it's struggling. Well, so, working out, I like, like, that soreness and that pain from, like, damn, I, I lifted super hard today. I did X sets of this, X sets of that. I like that feeling. You know me? I don't understand that feeling. I don't understand how people can like that. Like, you hurt and you can't do anything the next day. And like, what's the I point? like when it's been... No, but here's the thing. I'll still get up the next day. Oh, yeah. Because I like, I like that feeling of, like, 
you ran back eight games of basketball and you just got better over the entire time. I love that feeling. So my thing is, like, when I'm writing, I, there is constantly, like, one of the reasons I'm not writing right now is because I don't know what to write right now. So there, people are, usually they're like, carry on, keep going, keep, like, push. Through. A lot of, so every, the thing about writer's block is everyone knows what it is. A lot of major writers say that it doesn't exist and what you need to do is just continue writing and, and keep going like that. And I'm like, okay, so no, I'll see, keep going. Because I'll catch writer's block because I write a lot of music. and I don't know, but here's the thing, man, is like when I, because I, I said it the other day on Reddit that I turn off Tekken when it's not fun for me, but that's not really true. I turn off Tekken when I start getting mad at the game. Oh, when the game starts beating you up too much? No, no, not even that. When I start getting mad at the game and I'm like, yo, who the fuck did these fucking controls? And That's when I'm like, yo, there's oh, not... Oh, yeah. So yeah, it, nice. it's not when I stop having fun, it's when I start having unfun, if that makes sense. When you start... Um, like, when like I start turning like antagonistic to a game that I, love, that I love, Tekken's probably my favorite game franchise. When you start getting angry, I guess. You're not happy anymore, you're angry. But that's why I try Ruiner out every few months, is because I'll think about something, I'm like... Hey, I wonder if this strategy will work. No? Okay. And if I keep seeing that you lose, you lose, you lose, you lose screen, I'm not. I'm just going to get pissed off at the game. Oh, yeah. And then at that point, that's when I'm like, okay, what rule can I exploit? What can I break here? Okay. Am I able to do that? Like, I kind of did that. I've done that with a couple games before where it's like, all right, fuck it. We're just doing this boundary break that I know how to do right here. And we're going to do this hack right here. And it's not fun at yeah, that Yeah, no. Cheat codes. Cheat codes. It's not, not even fun. Like, there's no struggle at that point of like... There's no overcoming. I like that sense of overcoming because I enjoy a lot of the stuff that I do already. I like the sense of experience, of experiencing it. It's like, have you ever watched a movie and you're like, no. and you're like, uh, I wish I could watch it again, but with the time, like every time you watch it, no. I wish it'd be like the first time. No. You've never, no. never, you've never wanted to watch no. a movie like the first time. No. Okay. Well, that breaks my entire analogy. No. And here's why. I actually have a reason why. This is a way better podcast than just talking about TV shows, by the way. Um, the reason why is because I appreciate every time that I get to do something. Oh, yeah. So, to me, it seems like we're talking about the same things, but in different ways and different emphasis. Well, because here's the thing. I, that whole... Okay. Um, okay, okay. All right, here's a good example. You seen Eternus, 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 Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind? Yeah. Fucking hate that movie. Oh man, I love that movie. Okay, here's why I fucking hate that movie. All right, it's not really actually. Okay, let me let me stop there. It's a great movie. It's a really good movie. I hate the premise of it. It's not even fair to say because it's a very very smart premise. Um, technology or technically everything's very good. The acting's good. The storyline is good. The idea behind it is good. To me, I just, I've been in bad relationships, a lot of bad, a lot of bad relationships. I've been in a lot of bad relationships, a lot of failed relationships. I've never wanted to forget that person because I've always treasured that memory. And so when people are like, don't you wish you could hear that for the first time? No, because, sorry, because let's take my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. I remember when I listened to that album for the first time and it blew my fucking mind. And now I'll revisit my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy and I'm finding something new every single time. Like, damn, I didn't hear the production That's on that. That's your favorite album, right? Favorite album? No. It's the best album I've ever heard. It's the oh. best rap album I've ever... Uh, it's probably the most complete album I've ever heard in my life. 
It's the best rap album to come out. It's the best album to come out this century. Alright. We can argue oh, no, I don't all day about that. I don't have anything to argue that with. Like, it's the best album to come out since two, since 2000. I'll argue the shit out of that point. I don't have any albums that I would consider better. I also don't listen to music as much as you, so. But, like, that's the thing that I'm saying is that in this case, I'd much, 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 much rather have the insight to know. Like, okay, think about, um, I've thought about this too. There are two things that have made me just obscenely happy in the past probably three years. It's when Captain America says Avengers Assemble in Avengers Endgame. And it's when I first played Forza Horizon's Hot Wheels mode. Because I'm not sure if anybody knows this. I'm a massive Hot Wheels fan. I fucking love Hot Wheels. They're so cool to me. I don't really know why. But they're so cool to me. And so playing the Hot Wheels DLC. Did you play it when I first got it? Did you I, see it? I think I've had... I've, I've seen it, yes. I've seen no, no. It. Did you see like the intro like when you first played it? No. Okay. So, Forza does this incredible thing, and I have such a boner for Forza. I love Forza Horizon. Um, Forza does this incredible thing when, where you start each section of the game, whether it's DLC or whatever, in one in, in pretty much the same way. So, like that's why I'm really excited for Forza 4. It's because Forza 3 has been my favorite opening so far. You start out, and you walk up, and you pick a car. And you just go... Actually, no, you don't even pick a car to start. You start up the game and it fades you into black and you start driving and you're driving on the Great Ocean Highway down in Australia in a um, Lamborghini Super Gallardo, the, a yellow one. And the song that's blasting is The Mother We Share by Churches, which is like this really uplifting like electro pop song. And you're driving and you see all these people around you and every car is all going to the same place. And it's like this informal, like, community-style race where you're all going to the same place. And then when you get there, all these fireworks go off, and it fades up to the distance, and it shows, like, the entire island, and it just fades in. It says, Forza Horizon 3. And it's my favorite, because they do it in every single Forza Horizon game, where you just start driving. And, like, there's a part of me that, like, I would love to revisit that, but at the same time, like, I'm almost done with this game. And so, like, getting into it, like... So when you start the Hot Wheels DLC, it's the same thing. You start in like the badass spitting image car or splitting image car. You know that car. It's the one yeah. with the two fucking engines and the two seats. Oh, dude. Yeah, that one. The original one from like the 50s. You had to get it in pink because everyone gets it in blue. Got it in pink. And so you're driving. And actually, no, you start in the, in the, uh, in the rod, in the hot rod. And so you're driving and you, you know, you're doing all the, lo- like the first time you do a loop. You're like, holy shit. Like, you're not sure if you're going to make it. And then you do a jump. And it goes in slow motion. And it shows you the entire Hot Wheels Island. And all the tracks. And, like, the volcano has a fucking dinosaur coming out of it. And you can't do that ever again. Like, once you do it, it's done. But now, like, just learning how the game is played and getting into it. Like, I treasure that first feeling. But I love that. I love the growth as much as I love that initial feeling. So for me, it's I have three things. First thing, the do you well, do you rewatch two. shows? Oh yeah. Okay. So first I, I two, really is the first that. show is the first one. The for, most recent thing that has got me genuinely happy when I was watching a when I was watching a YouTube video, and then all of a sudden, 
just an ad pops up. So I was like, all right, I, I don't care. I don't care. And then all of a sudden, you hear those first three notes to the Adventure Time song, and you see as and you see and you're panning over a sword, and then it turns and says BMO, and it says HBO Max, and I was like, oh no, they're coming out with another Adventure Time movie. I was like, that was, and then that one got me. I was like, whew, I was ready. I'm ready because I, I can't wait for that one. I might even. Well, but here, then there's the um, then there's the other one. So when I so yeah, I get what. Though that was like the last, that was the most recent time I gen, I saw something that made me genuinely. Excited. Okay, this is something so, that got both of us excited. That I have a question for. When, when we first saw the Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven E three twenty eighteen trailer with Keanu Reeves at the end, right? We were both in a store watching it on a phone and like, holy shit! So here's my question: When this actually comes out and it doesn't look quite the same, and you don't have that. And there's not that badass musical score under like under it, and when more than likely those parts aren't even in the game, are you gonna be pissed? So first of all, that's why I'm not pre-ordering it. <laughs> second no, of all, like any, any all, game like that, which, like, are you gonna be pissed about that? Another reason I decided I won't watch anything that gives me an idea about it is because I'm like, after years of being disappointed about and watching every single thing that this person has this done, dude bought No Man's Sky yes, sight unseen. That this is where I learned this is this is where Dumbass. I learned it from. When you watch something and you're like, this is amazing. Just that what game didn't even look good in the trailers. Only what they're dude. showing you is amazing. That game didn't even look good in the trailers. So, they never show you the bad parts of the game. That's the like, game didn't look good in the trailer. This is why I kill like you for No Man's Sky. The game looked like cause. a game I would love to play. You pre-ordered Just Cause off of a. Uh, after a, uh, off of a computer trailer, and you know what I said? I, I I said I stick by this. I said Just Cause was the biggest biggest disappointment because I have actually loved those. That games. game was ass. I loved all three of their games, and, ju- and then four. Two I was or like, three of the best then, ones. That means yeah, and I was like One's four. Fine. Four I was like that means that it's they didn't be great. show you anything for no, four though. It was too much. And I was like, you there can't be too no, much. Here's in the, the game. thing. You pre-ordered that, and they didn't show you anything. Yeah. They showed you just that you that Rico was jumping into a tornado, and you pre-ordered it off that. And yeah. I was like, are you sure? So, another thing <laughs> is, I don't regret that. I don't regret buying No Man's Sky. I still haven't returned No Man's Sky. I can go downstairs and play it today. I don't care. It's not like a waste of money to me. I view it in more of a but sense like, of, it's, it happened, I'm going to keep it. It's like memento. That's fine, but I mean, that's the here's the thing about like doing research is that like, Oh, by the way, I checked. You still have your pre-order for a fucking Watch Dogs Legion on my on my GameStop. Um, All right. But the thing is, like, I pre-ordered Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven off the strength of two gameplay or two reveal trailers, a gameplay trailer, and the entire fucking legacy of The Witcher three. So let me just say one like, thing: No Man's Sky was my first pre-order. Never. That was my first one I've done. I've, I never re- researched anything because I was like, I don't know what more could and I. And honestly, the only reason I see. the only reason I pre-ordered Cyberpunk is because um, I pre-ordered the deluxe super, like three hundred dollar edition. So I was like, because if you if you didn't, no if you're Sky, not if you're pre-ordering a game that you can get on digital, that's fucking dumb. When I saw No Man's Sky, I was like, what could I? You say it like what? And what more could I say? What more could I? What could they bring me? And I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'll just do it. And then when I saw Just Cause, I was like, okay, I'm not going to let this happen again. No Man, no Man's Sky taught me. So I was like, okay, 
I've liked every one of Did the games. Did you download any, both played... those games on on uh, on fucking stream? Not streaming. What's it called? Digital. No Man's Sky was a physical copy. I think Just Cause was also. I think they're both physical. Did you get anything with them? No, and I don't buy things. I don't buy games. And that's kind of the, the that's kind of well, and that's kind of the problem I see with pre-ordering now too is because like, unless they're giving you a pre-download. No Man's Sky was okay. Just okay. Cause I think that was a partial thing, but they also added DLC. And it was a season pass. No, I don't see. It. I don't. I'm not gonna kill somebody for getting a deluxe edition either. Because if, if, unless they're giving you a pre-download where you can play the game right when it comes out because you've already downloaded all the stuff on it prior, I get that. But if you're pre-ordering a game that won't even let you download it until the, like, certain time it's released, why are you pre-ordering anything? So, and that's another thing, that these games that disappointed me, it's weird, but I don't get mad about them. I don't, like, feel any anger. I feel like I should get angry, but I'm like, why? There's no point to it. The, what but pre-ordering most games is dumb now. That's what I'm saying. And, yeah, and that's another thing I'm learning. I, I d- probably won't pre-order another game. Ever. I probably won't do it. Like, with how streaming and how fast things go, like, I could have pre-ordered the Outer uh, Out- Outer Worlds. Yeah, and that game It was came fun. out on Game Pass, so I was like, fuck it. <laughs> Just play here. Yeah, it's a... Like, I can't tell you besides Cyberpunk another game that I would pre-order because most games... Now, deluxe editions, yeah. What was the first game you pre-ordered? Uh, Mafia 3. Mafia 3. And no. Then... No, no, I bought... Uh, maybe it was the updated version of Grand Theft Auto, maybe? So you pre-ordered GTA 5 on, I'm assuming... I don't remember, Xbox. because you guys bought me an Xbox... That I didn't really start pre-ordering... Some... I didn't pre-order anything when I had a PlayStation. Because I was still, like, catching up on games... So it might have been Mafia 3 I pre-ordered, but that was for a different reason. Mafia 3 I pre-ordered because it was a brand new development studio that was making a game with a black lead. So I pre-ordered it, that way they could get their pre-order numbers up, that way they could keep making DLC, but which they, which it they was did. the Mafia 3 and they were going to kind of... Uh, no, but they updated. I, they updated a lot of the DLC. I bought that game twice too. So Holy I, shit, I, I, get, I bought a lot of games twice. I, honestly, I do get what you're saying, you want to support it, but then I say that at some point, like, it doesn't matter if you if one person supports it, they've already got their numbers. Like the guy who no was with gone, Mafia Three, it was really sketch because so, Mafia Three with Grand Theft Auto or Call of Duty, yeah, you're or Two K, yeah, you're totally right. With Mafia Three, bro, it's a brand new. Hangar Thirteen hasn't done anything since. So okay, yeah, I get what you're saying. There, there's not, no, Mafia Three was kind of a. There's not even a rumor about Mafia Four. Cyberpunk 2077, this is a development studio that's publishing their own work. So yeah, I pre-ordered it. Oh, by the way, the only reason my pre-order is still for Watch Dogs <coughs> is because you couldn't get that. One of us, I think I, yeah, I pre-ordered you couldn't get that money 2K, back like anyway. And, uh, I was like, can I get this money back? They're like, no. Like, so we're like, uh, I don't know. Was, I don't really want to Five dollars at GameStop is just enough to like get you something decent too. Yeah, and they said, could you? And you, they also, you, they won't let you like use it, like just buy a controller or something, no, right? No. Like, so you had to put it toward another pre-order. So that's the only reason I'm pre-ordering uh, Watch Dogs. Yeah, whenever that game comes out. I don't really. It was to me, it was the first game, the the first game that came to mind that I was like, I might play that. I don't really. I don't. Another thing, I don't care if it comes out and it totally bombs. If it, 
Because it's such... What I've learned is sometimes ambitious concepts bomb horribly. Mafia 3. Yeah. Mafia 3 took a long time to get better. Because I beat that game in a weekend. But this game says that it has... And the only reason I beat that game in a weekend is because it was raining all weekend. And it was a four-day weekend. So I just ordered, like, six pizzas and was like, fuck it. But, uh, this game... When it ha- when it says you can play as every character, and it says that all this stuff, like it says you can, uh, permadeath is a huge thing, and you can switch characters on the fly. There's reason this shit's getting delayed. I was like, and I was like, you notice that it's like like five years to announce a new Assassin's Creed. No, that's not true. It's like like a year and a half to announce a new Assassin's Creed. And they're like, yo, this shit's coming out this year. Like, hey, what about Watch Dogs Legion, the one, the game that you uh, you delayed? Indefinitely. You know what they? You know what he said recently about that. He said that we were trying to release them at the same. We were, were trying to release them at the same time. That's probably a bad move, to be honest. Unless you're gonna bundle it. Probably, but but even still, like they, he's, they're still trying to get it out by that release date. What release date? They don't have one. That's the thing. They're trying to get it out by Assassin's Creed's release date. That's not happening. And I don't think I don't think it's a good <laughs> idea. I don't think it should happen. I don't think it is happening. You gotta wait until the summer at least. If they surprise drop a game and be like, "Oh, cool, um, interesting," how nobody surprise drops games. Yeah, I was like, "Fucking run the jewels." First of all, I would love to see if a game did that. I I have never seen a game by a major studio surprise drop a game. I however you could argue that Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven was might. on that way. I, they still might, and I still really want yeah, to see it if they do. But I don't think they're gonna surprise no, they drop any games. Um, hearing how much, because a lot of their information that we've been getting is from their stockholders, I don't think that, I think a surprise drop would actually piss a lot of fans off, to be honest. Because everyone gets the game, whereas your pre-order doesn't mean anything anymore? No, 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 I don't think that's the reason why. I think a lot of people would be pissed off because, like, after all these things where you took 11 years to develop it, and you've been very, very regimented in, the, in how you give us the information, it would seem very fuck it if you just, like, dropped it. That's what. So especially because it's not music. You heard With my music. View. If you have Apple Music, you can surprise drop. There's a there's a podcast I listen to, and one of the guys says you should just be making music and releasing it as as you get it. I kind of agree with that. That's not bad. You can't really do that with video games or movies though. So or with TV, Cyberpunk like specifically, shows. the re- the thing I think about it is that if it were to if they were to just drop it, I would. To me, it seems like the whole art is never is never finished. It is abandoned. It's never done. It's never completed. So when you're... So well, and Kanye them, made an album like that where he dropped it as a surprise and was like constantly tweaking it. Do you think that Cyberpunk has a clear vision of a, yes. pos- of a possible goal that they're going to yes. achieve? Or do you think they might just continue tinkering with it forever? No, they're going to tinker with it here and there, but they've already... No, we've heard their goals right. from their shareholder But meetings. But, no, do you think that there's ever a point where they're just going to be like, we drop it, and that's it, we're done. Like, this is the last time we update this game, this is yeah, the last time. Yeah, do you think because, there actually is a clear place? Yes, because they have a life cycle plan. They have two not, more AAA games coming out after Cyberpunk 2077. If there's not the clear plan... And they plan, have multiplayer coming out would, next year. If, if there's not a clear plan, it, it kind of destroys the entire... The concept. only reason that I think this even got delayed is because they're doing, like, fucking, like, five SKUs for this game. They're doing PS4, PS5, Xbox Series X, Xbox One, and Stadia. What I was saying is... I Possibly can't. Switch. They're working on five different versions, maybe six... Oh, and PC. 
So they're working on six different... And maybe Mac? Is it coming out on Mac? I don't know. I would venture to say probably not. But you're working on, like, six different copies of this... Or six different versions of this game that's supposed to be huge. My Yeah, that's why I got delayed. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it makes, it makes sense. I also think that... I don't, I'm not a video game developer. I don't know anything about the field. But I, I, I am kind of wondering how much you have to make a new game... How much work goes into that? Do you like making a game for Xbox? Is it can it be played on every Xbox, or is it going to be better on the new the Series X, or what's? I don't really know how most of that stuff works. Oh, okay, and this just came out uh, earlier this year. Cyberpunk will now be playable on an Apple computer on launch day, despite its complete lack of compatibility with Mac OS X. Uh, through GeForce Now, the NVIDIA game streaming service. So now, like, you're working on essentially seven different versions of this game. That's why I got delayed. Again, I'm not... This is a huge game to make in in general. The last Grand Theft Auto that came out, came out an entire... Because I keep using Grand Theft Auto because this is the closest thing we have to to compare it by. Grand Theft Auto 4 came out on... No, because right there, they did like fucking 15 years in between games. It wasn't 15 years, it was a while ago. But, like, same, kind of the same thing. Witcher and just Cyberpunk. In between games, it was like... No, because Wit- no, Cyberpunk came out on PS2. Or, um, not Cyberpunk. Um, no, Red Dead Revolver came out on PS2. Red Dead Redemption came out on... No, you might be right, actually. No, because I was, like, early PS3 last cycle. Which would make it... Um, Maybe Witcher 1. Wait, so you're saying there was a longer time in between games? Yeah, Red Dead Redemption 1 came out a really long time ago. Okay, I thought you were saying other way around. There was a long time between Cyberpunk and Witcher. Red Dead Redemption, the first one came out... Okay, the first one came out in... Wait, what? Okay, the first one came out in 2010. So, that's middle. Okay, you might be right here, actually. Because The Witcher might have come out around that time. No, but we're asking about The Witcher 3. Yeah. Well, actually, when, Witcher 3 when came out in 2015. They... When were they confirming to to work on uh, Cyberpunk? Like twenty. Because I think it was before The Witcher Three, but not long before. I think I thought it was twenty eleven. But The Witcher Three, Blood and Wine. Because that's the real. I mean, like that's the real ending. So Blood and Wine came out in twenty sixteen. Okay, so that means twenty sixteen to at this point twenty twenty. It's about. It's not that long. It's not that long. It's four years. It's not four years and five at very max, depending on when they s- actually started working out on it. But all of their resources were put towards. And here's it five the thing: Grand Theft Auto Four, four came out in two thousand eight, and then okay. Grand Theft Auto Five came out in twenty thirteen. So it took it takes oh, okay. a while. So, so like yeah, the closest thing we have is GTA, and GTA still released an entire system. So not only did it release in a different in like towards the end of one console generation, it took another year to to release for the next console generation. Were you paying attention to gaming news when GTA yes. Five, the original for GTA Five on yes. PS3 came out? Yes. Was there a disappointment? No. No one was disappointed. People were wondering why they didn't just hold off. Hold off longer? Yeah, because like the PS3 version came out like a year later, and the trailer came out like six months later. Or the PS4 or whatever version. The updated... Because I remember I bought well, that. I, mean, I had that on PS3. 
And then when you guys got me my Xbox, I bought it on Xbox. So it's it's kind of like what's happening to Cyberpunk. It, if it waits like a couple more weeks, it could be on. Uh, yeah, Series X. but if but they're gonna fuck themselves over by not having a Xbox One. Here's the thing: unless they yeah, start making yeah, it right. where you can trade in your Xbox One for an Xbox Series X. Oh no, you can't. You have do to do that. You can't do a straight trade. However, you can trade it for like a GameStop of it's a disappointing amount of money, and then. Put that towards your Xbox. I might just buy a Series X and hold on to my one until they finish. We. I, I probably mean, won't even get. We have two Xboxes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'll just, just turn in mine. Okay. Yeah, and then yeah, we'll I, talk about that later. We'll probably turn in the PlayStation also to get the other, the new one. I, I just want whenever they figure out the reverse compatibility because I got way too many games on Xbox. Oh, they, one. they I heard that it was gonna be like right off the bat, right off the yeah, bat. Yeah, we'll see. Oh. And I heard that they have. I heard, but it also depends on the. Uh, Everything? Library they already have. Right. Like you aren't gonna, I heard that you aren't gonna just put in an Xbox 360 game and it just works. Well, most sports sports games don't work, but like that's kind of what I'm wondering now too, is because I have a lot. I have like 250 games on my Xbox One, and before that sounds like a flex. It's so not. I just download every game that comes out of fucking gold, <laughs> and I have Game Pass. So why well, you know what Game Pass might be worth it. Yeah. It actually might be worth it because of Game Pass. Um, how many games do you keep consistently loaded? Like, at a time, how many games are downloaded onto your system? 80 gigs. But in game numbers? I don't know. It depends on what I usually, I feel like I usually see about maybe 6... No, it's uh, more 10? than 6. It's, it's usually about 10 to 12. 10 to 12 games on your system at a time? Yeah. I keep 80 gigs because I accidentally broke my last uh, Xbox. That's why I got the terabyte hard drive. Bitches! Yeah, always get... These two everyone tells actually. you, everyone tells you, you don't need that much memory. No, always get more memory than you need, because you won't keep track of it no, until it becomes a problem. Because like, I, accidentally, I accidentally overloaded the hard drive on my old one, That's like, so I swapped it in for a better one. You heard what happened with my computer. Everyone was like, why didn't you just go get RAM? And I was like, dude, I have like 60 gigs right now, Yo, that, and, your I, face. and I had like not <laughs> enough to delete. I remember, because we argued for like a year about like, yo, just let me swap out my Xbox, it's better in every way. You're like, no man, this is my Xbox, and I was like, okay, I'm going to show you something. And you had like, Red Dead, and... Oh yeah, I remember and I had two Mega games Baseball. On and I was like, yo, fuck this, and I unplugged it and plugged mine in. <laughs> and it was like, like, offer it was like 15 different games, <laughs> there was still like 20% of my storage left. And I had, like, 30 apps. I <laughs> shit that I was like, yo, you want to watch Showtime? For some reason, I still have this free trial for the next, like, 15 hours if you want to watch some Showtime. Yeah, so PSA, always get, always more, get more memory memory than you need. That's why I'm able to run Boot Camp off my computer right now, is because I got a 2-terabyte hard drive! Did I need a 2-terabyte hard drive? No. Dude, you... Okay, I could have... And I got an external. You know how big they make hard drives now? Like, I was looking at them, and I was like, if, price, if cost didn't matter, there's like, I think they had like um, 10 gigs. Uh, no, 10 terabytes. I was going to say, 10 gigs isn't shit. 10, 10 terabytes is what I meant. My phone's bigger like, than that, fam. That's incredible. You know how much <laughs> 10 gigs is an Apple Watch. You know how much 10 terabytes is? Yeah. That's, that's, that's amazing. So, yeah. Always get it's more It's like $300. Money. Yeah, it's, it's expensive. I was like, if I had money, I'd, I'd think about it more, but no. Um... And then for me, if if I'm ever if I had to rebuild a computer, it, it would be uh, memory first, and then RAM, then, RAM, then yeah. graphics card, and yeah. all that other stuff. 
I wouldn't say graphics card per se, but you know, like your sound and graphics cards, like no, I don't care. So sound only matters if you plug in. If you don't, if you have speakers, I don't true. have speakers on my computer. That's not true. It, it does affect your he- your headphones, but your headphones yeah, but you can download software to help that. That's true, but your headphones can bounce it out. If you have a great graphics or uh, sound card and shitty headphones, it doesn't matter. You're again, you're technically correct, uh, correct, but I don't use that much sound on my computer i'm pretty like i said pretty i'm pretty sure sound card only matters only like actually matters when you're doing when you have speakers when you are he- when you have headphones everything is pretty much right through your uh computer so oh and um i think i have the show that both of us need to watch by the way because that's what our whole podcast was about today it's got to be the wire right no <laughs> like, it's got to be the wire like i to me, I'm like, no, probably not. We'll, we'll have to go. Crime show that every season revolves around a different character arc in a different area. Dude, you're big into crime shows. I'm not. I fucking love crime shows. I, I'm big into... So what is your, like, one show that you're for, like, for fuck, drama? I gotta get through? Just in general. Okay, because uh, two different things. Uh, drama, I would say a show like... Cause if you say I'm the wire, say I swear to God. No, I'm going to say Mr. Robot, and you're going to say it's a crime show. And I'm going to be like, no, no it's a tech show. I, I mean... If I the wire, because uh, it's Luther, not nearly as like this is crime as the wire. Sci-fi is kind of my stuff. Like if I can, if yeah, you but there's me, not a ton of good sci-fi shows on TV. That's the problem. Oh yeah, you're de- again, you're definitely right. And I and when I say sci-fi, well, okay, okay. I don't mean like Star Trek. I was just I about mean, to ask that. Yeah. yeah, what do you mean by sci-fi? Because if you just mean like tech savvy, zooming and hits, there's a ton of shows like that. No, no, no. So I for me. It has to if you're be. talking about okay. literally the one good show on the network, then yeah, Mr. Robot's oh. kind of that shit. So Mr. Robot, Silicon Valley. Then I have, um, then there's different sci-fi, sci-fi, but like sci- uh, scientifically accurate Futurama. Shut they, the fuck up, dude. They have. I, I looked at a. I looked at uh, a. Um, who they have on their team? Every one of their writers has a PhD. That's fine, but like you're <laughs> they, not gonna call the show about a robot, a drunken robot. And a guy who's hanging out with his old grandfather, with his old grandson. New, they invented a new not, math I concept. Care. I don't care. You're no. not gonna tell me fucking Futurama is scientifically accurate. Oh yeah, it definitely is. No, you're probably right, but you're not. You're just not gonna tell me that. Like, oh. I'm not gonna go well, with that. Fine, fine. Well, uh, okay. So you know it's a scientifically accurate show, Futurama. Shut the fuck up. Chill. Oh. You know it's a really good sports movie based on accuracy. Airbud. Yeah, get out of here. Nerd. No, it's not even close. Airbud. Ain't nothing in here that says a dog can't play basketball. What the fuck? I mean, I guess what? technically correct. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, you know, no, no, no. You know what the most unrealistic part of that scene is? That somebody has a rule book. Yeah, no one carries around rule books. No what one carries around rule books. What was that thing in, like, TV shows and, like, mostly the night? Well, actually, no. And, it's like, still going around. What, still going on. And where did you look? Okay. Okay. How Do you know how big a rule book is? Oh, they're generally huge. Like, unless the unless it's like a very new thing, they're generally huge. The UFC has twelve rules. Cool. The NFL has thousands. Like, do you know how big a rule book would be? And so you're telling me that you're stopping a high school basketball game so you can check to see if a dog is allowed to be on it? Get the fuck out of here. No, no, even better. Is there subsections to almost every Right, rule? that's what I'm saying. How are you gonna make a whole get out of here? Stop it. And then I, I do want to know if, like, after that movie came out, if, like, the NBA was like, no, it's a rule, only humans can play. Legit, you are not allowed, like, there's no rule that says that women can't play in the NBA. 
um, but there was no women that were able to get into the NBA, so that's why they made the WNBA. And, okay, that's a whole different bag right there, but the, my view is that don't, don't, there it shouldn't be a rule that says no women can play. Right. However, yeah. you Give still them have a place to, to perform. Yeah, how, yeah, however, you still have to, like, earn your spot just because, you know, it's the whole thing, everyone's like, just Well, because here's the thing, and me and Richie were talking about this the other day. The reason why there's no, because everybody's like, well, I compare a lot of women's sports to MMA, and the thing is, the pro, the thing that helps with women's MMA is that you can see a man knock somebody out, and you can see a woman knock somebody out on the same card. If you watch an NBA game, you're watching LeBron jump from the fucking free throw line to dunk it, and you're not seeing that in a women's game. So that's I, the problem. Is that it? Just the optics are different. So, so until thought, you get a six foot eight freak of nature who was definitely born in a lab from the genes of Magic Johnson and Scottie Pippen, that is LeBron, you're just not going to see the same type of thing. That's so all. I actually thought that track was the most even, like, of sport so where odd. women and men could compete at a similar level. And then you watch and that next I, relay? Then, yeah, then I watched that relay. I was like, and you're like, oh, oh okay, <laughs> no. Um, huh. Well, uh, yeah, so there, I'm sure there is... A, there are there are girls who can compete at a professional. I would like to see women main, compete like, in the big three. I think like, that's I think I think that's the way to start. I think baseball, they might not uh, women might not be hitting home runs. No, here's the I thing. Here's the problem with baseball. Perform. Here's the problem with baseball is that women don't play baseball. Uh, well, that is they play softball. Due to, oh yeah, and I don't. That's the big. The that's difference. the big problem. No, I understand. No, it's, the it's a pitching style why. and the size. Of, I don't know. I don't know why either. But, like, there's, if you, there's, okay, go to college. There's men's and women's soccer. There's men's and women's basketball. There's men's baseball, women's softball. That's the, that's like, the big thing to me. Because I think, I think you could have a really interesting um, women's and men's soccer league. I think that you'd see a lot of interesting things there. I think flag football, and when I say flag football, I do not mean just, like, Chad and his friends in the park. I mean some of the pro flag football we've been watching. With my man Hushtu set with that guy, where he's like five six and he's like just ripping a ball sixty yards because that's what he does. I think you could have um, women playing that for sure. The problem is with football is that you got guys who are three hundred and fifty pounds running a four four forty. There are men. There are men who are built the same size that can't take those hits. So putting someone who is significantly smaller, that that's why it's problematic to me. However, that is the exact opposite reason why I don't have an issue with uh, women wrestling, like pro so, wrestling men. Because like, if you have an issue with women in pro wrestling, wrestling men, that means that you have an issue with um, Scarlett Johansson beating the shit out of dudes in Black Widow. Yeah. Um, so I have a question. Do you have a football player who's playing in the NFL right now who's Around my size. 6'3", 185, yeah. That's every wide receiver who plays in the NFL. And I don't think I can... I don't think I'm conditioned enough to take any of those hits. No. So, that whole thing of... Because um, ultimately, we were not there, but we were kind of hinting at the whole... Just because you can do something, just because you're physically the size, does not mean you can com- compete at that level. Yeah, and that's the big issue, I think, is simply the size difference. Because the, you have, okay, Brittany Griner is a great example. She's 6'8", and she's a uh, center. 
you and the, the center is like you know your man in the middle playing you know defense and playing in the post. Your center, you have like guards who are six eight in the NBA. Oh, like okay, yeah. And so it's just a size difference to me. But the thing is, size and skill are not the same. No. And again, we can go back to the. Do you think you could take Demetrius Johnson? No. no. And you're a lot bigger than him. But like, no, in no way. Like, I'm a huge basketball fan. Been playing basketball since I was a kid. Would I like to play Diana Taurasi? Hell yeah. I think she's a great player. She's probably the best female player I've ever seen in my life. She's up there in the best players I've ever seen in my life. But would I be able to beat Diana Taurasi? Nah, because she shoot from fucking 35 the whole game. Like, no, nah, she's nice. Like, However, there's another question. Do you skill, think... It's, it's not about... It's not about... So, it's about size when it's things like contact sports. I do not want to see six foot... 11, 280-pound boogie cousins in the post against six foot eight, and I think she's like, she's not that big. She's like, I think she's like 200-pound Brittany. I, 200 might be overshooting it, too. Brittany Griner. So, size. here's the other question. Do you think that the worst NBA team could, uh, would, would lose against the best college team? No. And so, no. No. So, no. Because of skill. Well, and that instance is skill. So, with the NBA, it's a little bit different because you have 19-year-old kids that were 18-year-old kids last year. Oh, so, there's true. some teams that if they're a really, really young team, then it's possible, yeah. But, like, here's, when... here, think about it this way. Every NBA team is a college all-star team. Okay. Okay. That kind of makes sense. But I, then there's another question. There, when does size outweigh skill? When Brock Lesnar fights Demetrius Johnson. When 265-pound okay. Brock Lesnar fights 135-pound Demetrius Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> when you um, get probably, legit, probably when you get over 100 pounds. A difference? Over 100 pounds? Probably, probably anywhere from, like, if you have, like, 6 inches to 100 pounds. Like, 6 inches to 100 pounds. Like, yeah, that's probably it. Because LeBron's, yeah, LeBron is, yo, LeBron at his peak <laughs> Was six eight two eighty. My man was two hundred eighty pounds. I think two sixty. Dude was a monster, freak of nature. Do I think that someone who, and there were guys that were six foot four, and one eighty that could not handle it. So I'm sure you <laughs> like they just couldn't. Like bro, at a certain point, my man's starting his gather at half court. And just striding two steps to the basket and lifting off. So, I, I know you've gotten this. Cool. And Time to watch 2013 LeBron. <laughs> Have you... What is the sport... When people walk up to you, do they, do they say, oh, do you play insert sport here? Basketball, yeah. And here's the problem. I, I, I do. Well, no. Like, my, well, my thing is, I love that question because... When if you put a professional basketball player up to, up to me, they're probably they probably have like four four inches on me. Here's the craziest thing ever, man. Think about it this way: LeBron or not LeBron, Steph Curry and um, Brock Lesnar are the same height. How tall is Steph Curry? Six three. Oh, and, and me, but yeah, you Steph Curry and Brock Lesnar are all eye level with each other. That is actually crazy, and then. And he's considered short for basketball. Yeah. Whereas Brock Lesnar is considered huge yeah. for 
MMA. Literally everything. Well, yeah. <laughs> Yo, I heard a Joe Rogan call where he's like, you know what's fucking crazy? Oh, not fucking, but because he, he, not for lack of trying, he's not allowed to swear on a... <laughs> on his podcast? On, no, on a broadcast. Oh, okay. He's like, you know what's crazy? We have a man, we have a guy who's willing to be locked in a cage with this beast. And a thousand years ago, the only time you were seeing a man like this is when he came up onto your shores and you ran away. Oh, I actually do remember that. <laughs> Shout out to that call. That's a hell of a call. Almost as good as when uh, Mike Breen, it was a playoff game, and uh, LeBron just two steps from the elbow and just dunks it on Kevin Garnett's head. And he just goes, LeBron James! With no regard for human life. Oh, yeah, I love that. Oh, one. man, what a call. <laughs> I was <laughs> so happy. I, yeah, I, I, well, I don't remember watching it live, but I do remember watching it after it happened like five times. It's a great one. Um, let's see. Why don't I have another question? Uh, I, think we're, I think that's it. Do you want to quickly do a rundown of our TV shows? Because of oh, The Wire. The Wire? Yeah. For you? Uh, the top show that I that I really want to watch is probably Mr. Robot. You've already watched it. Doesn't count. I've already I've started. I think I've got three episodes in. Does that three still episodes? Count? No, you, no, you haven't. You've watched more than that. Yeah, you watched more than that. Oh, that's true. Oh yeah, no, no, no. no, no. Kind of in in that case, yeah, Mr. Robot. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so Mr. Robot. Yeah. All right. Cool. All right. That was Brave and the Grown Up Kid. And I we still need and oh, come on, dude. Came. I need yeah, name. man. Uh. Legend. Awesome. Good stuff, man. All right. Thank you for listening to Blur Lines Podcast. Peace.